Hey, welcome everyone. This is live call number five and happy to see several of you popping on. Um, just to make sure you can hear me, if you'd press star two to raise your hand and uh, that way I can know if I am being heard. Um, let me make sure this is okay. So far, I'm not getting any hands. Um, let me check and make sure that I'm not on mute anywhere. Okay. Let me try that one more time. Okay. Yay. Okay. Looks like I can be heard. <laughs> All right. Thanks, y'all. I'm glad to have y'all here. It looks like we have um, Jen and Gloria and Leah so far. So welcome. Glad you're here. Um, as uh, other people are joining, oh good, Sydney's here. I'm glad that y'all are here. All right. So as everyone's joining, I'm going to, um, I'm going to just give the quick announcement about the live gathering this Thursday. So excited to have y'all over again. And um, each live gathering is going to be a little bit different, but still with the, the main focus of letting you try some awesome congruent foods that are specific to the holidays. And then also um, being able to connect you with each other. And then this time we'll do a little bit more tapping and um, a little bit more intentional share time. Because I know that all of you, I mean, I know all of you personally, I know you're all wonderful, amazing people. And when you get to share with each other on that deeper level, the magic happens. So we want to get as many of you guys there as possible. And I'm so sorry for those of you who are out of town. We want to just beam you up and, and get you here. Um, okay. So um, as far as the live gathering goes, it's this Thursday night from 6.30 to 8 p.m. And again, there will be space afterwards to just chat it up and connect a little bit more. Um, I will be taking care of the meal this time. So you don't have to bring anything, just your beautiful self. And um, we'll do, again, share time and tapping. And all you need to do is just reserve your spot by Tuesday night. And that, that way I just know how many to prep for. So you can, um, you can comment, you know, in the Facebook group, you can text me, um, whatever, just make sure you let me, uh, you, you let me know that you're coming and, uh, that way I know how many to prep for. So, um, I'll make that announcement again for those of you who just popped on and uh, it's just about the live gathering on Thursday night. And then the third live gathering is January 2nd, and it's going to be at 7 o'clock until 8.30, so mark that down. That one isn't a meal, but there will be some fun desserts, and it's going to be a fun night to really um, bring in the new year in a very conscious and intentional, you know, visionary, you know, focused sort of way. So I think it'll be really fun to do uh, with all of you, so that's what's happening then. So for today, how I'd like to start is, um, is by hearing from y'all. So um, I want to find out what's working, what's not working, and anything you need more of right now, because we have about two more weeks on this Holiday of Health um, program, and I really want to help you break through any blocks that you're experiencing, 
I want to help give you the tools that you need in order to keep moving forward. And um, so um, I'm just going to have y'all share. So just think for a moment about what are you noticing that's working right now? Like your wins, your aha moments, what daily practices are you finding that's working? Anything can be any of the above. There's nothing specific. Just what changes have you made recently that you're like, man, this is, this is really working for me. Maybe it's green juice and yoga, or maybe it's your, your morning ritual, or it's um, just more trading and eating congruently or um, more tapping happening, whatever it is. So I want to hear about that. Um, so let's just start with the t- first two questions. What's working, what's not working? So when I say not working, meaning you, you feel stuck in an area, um, you are struggling maybe to be consistent with uh, eating healthy foods or you feel like you're overeating and that's, that's feeling sh- like a struggle um, or you're not exercising or you're just, you, whatever is happening that you're feeling a, a sense of struggle around. So um, if you feel ready to share, just press star two to raise your hand and I will unmute you. And um, I want to hear from as many people as possible today, just so that I can um, get a sense of what, where you're at, what you need. And, um, and then, of course, uh, the latter half of this call, we're going to do some specific tapping around um, just as you're making these changes, anyone around you who you feel like is, is not going to understand or um, you know, sometimes, sometimes we have people around us who are really supportive um, but they, they don't understand or we feel nervous about making changes. And, and the spectrum can be all the way from that, all the way to, to people being outright critical or criticizing what we're doing or feeling jealous or um, being self-condemning, but it comes out on you. And I want to tap through anything around that. So we're definitely going to get to that. But first, I want to hear from you all. So um, press star two, raise your hand. And if not, I will just call on someone. Let's see here. And again, I'm hoping my um, control panel here is updating itself. Okay, so I'm going to call on, um, oh, I was about to call on Jen, and then she raised her hand. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Okay, Jen, are you there? Whoops, can can you hear me? Okay, Jen, are you there? Okay, I think we lost her. Okay, um, all right. So, um, Jen, I'm going to come back to you. So, um, seems like we've got a little interference on that line. Um, okay. So, Sydney, I'm going to call on Sydney. Sydney, I'm going to unmute you. Give me one second. Okay. Sydney, you there? Hi. How's it going? Can you hear me? Yep. Do you mind sharing? Good. Yeah, it's going great. <laughs> awesome. So what's working? No, what's not working? Work. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think for me, the biggest thing that's not working um, has just been um, making my own foods to bring um, to different um, holiday gatherings that I've had with family. Um, so I definitely struggle with feeling kind of like, everybody's looking at me or everybody's kind of, um, you know, they're questioning why I'm eating what I'm eating when I have brought things. 
Um, and so that's kind of what I experienced over Thanksgiving um, with my husband's side was just kind of, um, I felt really weird about bringing my own food and what his family was thinking. And they would ask, why are you eating differently than us? And a lot of them assumed that I was having problems with like my stomach and stuff like that. And it, it felt crazy to have to explain like, no, I'm just choosing to eat more congruent to how I am. Um, so that was kind of a struggle over Thanksgiving and now moving into Christmas, you know, I'm starting to think, okay, with both sides of the family, when we go for Christmas, what am I going to bring? And so for me, it's a little overwhelming to think, what can I prepare that's easy for me to bring? And all I can picture is just me bringing in all the Tupperware and, you know, people kind of questioning again what my intentions are, um, even though I know what they are and they're working for me. So that in the same way, that's kind of also what's working for me is um, since I've started this journey and I've started to eat more congruently, um, I just feel better. Like I don't have bloating. I don't feel like I'm um, looking in the mirror and judging myself. Like I really started to reflect yesterday and I can't remember the last time that I um, you know, was feeling so horribly about myself. It was several months ago, and that's a huge growth for me. And so that's what I have to come back to is this is working for me, and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. But at the same time, it's hard. It's just a challenge to feel like I have to bring something on my own, and uh, what is it going to be, and then what what do I need to say? Because I try to keep telling myself I don't owe them anything. I don't have to tell them my story. Um, but, you know, that's a struggle at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that, Sydney. Um, I, I have a couple questions here. So with um, with the nervousness around taking food, like, to your husband's side of the family, do you feel more nervous about the practical side of it, like what foods to bring, or do you feel more, like, uh, more emotionally, um, is, is there more, like, emotional charge there, or both? Yeah, I think it's both. Okay. Um, for Thanksgiving, you know, I what I brought worked. But at the same time, you know, it came around to dessert time. And I didn't bring anything that was a dessert because of, um, you know, the fact that it was out of town. So that was a struggle because all them are eating, you know, all the things that they brought. And I felt like, oh, I I don't really want to eat any of those things. So that's what I want to be more prepared on is what is a simple dish that is maybe a sweet treat that I could bring that other people could eat. Yeah. and, you know, so that, that kind of was my struggle too. It's kind of both. Yeah. That makes lots of sense. So how does it feel to you to think about bringing like a, you know, a savory dish or some like actual meal dish and then maybe something that's like a sweet dessert that could be shared with everyone, you know, whether or not they eat it, maybe the, the question, but, um, but how does that feel to you? Do you, does it feel still like anxiety inducing or is it okay? more manageable whenever you said a dish like if I think about bringing one thing of each that feels more manageable like that feels like okay yeah I can do that um it's more it's stressful whenever it feels like I have to prepare everything for myself that's when it starts to feel like stressful and 
uh, like it's getting expensive and that type of thing. Yeah, totally. Be totally overwhelming. Yeah. And I'll just give you a thought here, Sydney, and maybe it'll help the others that may be dealing with the same thing. But usually whenever I I go somewhere where I'm pretty sure I can't eat anything um, or very little, um, that, that doesn't happen very often. But typically what I'll do is I'll bring one dish, whether it's a huge salad that has all the things in it, you know, like it has some form of protein in it. Maybe it even has some roasted veggies or some, you know, some um, seeds or whatever, just a huge salad or a big thing of roasted veggies. I'll do one of those two things and then, um, and then a dessert that I can enjoy. And um, if, if both, if, if the, the food piece of it is a satisfying thing, that even if there's nothing else you can eat there, you at least have that. And then you have the dessert piece and then you, you're offering, you know, to other people too. And they have kind of the option to, to try what you're eating and you don't feel so separated out, you know, um, from them. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. That's good. Yeah. That feels a lot better. Um, those suggestions are great. Awesome. Now, um, the the other question I have, and we'll 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 tap on this just with the whole group. But when you think about, um, just so I can kind of pinpoint this a little bit more, when you think about being different, specifically from this side of the family, and and doing your own thing, what's the what's the most predominant feeling? Is it like anxiety, or is it something else? Um. Yeah, I think at the root of it, it's uh, more just misunderstanding. Like, I just feel like I'm misunderstood Mm. and um, kind of like they're having to, um, you know, um, kind of like make sure that I am happy is what I feel like. And so when they, you know, I feel like they sense from me. I'm not happy because of the food, so we have to kind of cater to her. Oh, okay. um, and so she's bringing her own cookies because what we have isn't good enough. Gotcha. So less anxiety. Yeah, maybe more so like either uh, fear of of judgment or or feeling like bad about rocking the mo- boat and being different. You know, um, the like, yes. okay, okay. That gives me some some yeah. places to go. Cool. Okay, you're awesome. Thanks, Sydney. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Awesome. Okay, so, um, Sydney, I'm taking you off mute here, and then I'm going to come back to Jen. Hey, Jen, if you are um, if you're free to to share, can you press star two to raise your hand? And I will unmute you. Sweet. Let's see if this one worked this time. Jen, are you there? Let's see if we gotcha. Something's kind of funky. Hello? Oh, there you are. Hi, Jen. Hi. Can you hear me? There was like elevator music, and then there you were. <laughs> <laughs> it, for whatever reason, it had you on hold, and I have no idea why. But anyway, welcome. <laughs> um, Hi. <laughs> so, can you share what's kind of what's been working for you? Um, what are your, you know, 
uh, wins or aha moments and what's not working for you? Okay, so working um, water and we got a juicer and that has been amazing. Um, it's really worth it's, it's worth the investment and I'm not one to just like buy something right off hand so I mean it's worth what you spend on it um, and awesome. I'm loving the feeling in fact last night my children I took out shot glasses and I poured them green juice and shot glasses and we all as a family did I mean that <laughs> is so great <laughs> I love it <laughs> so awesome so it was a party of green juice here in our house and then um Yoga, oh my gosh, I'm loving yoga, and that has been confidence building, um, just back in tune with my body, um, a centering place, feel much more grounded, so awesome. yeah, that's what's working. Yay. Ah, and yay. then, and then, um, isn't working, uh, I, I'm not tapping, just do the tapping. I wrote the note last week, like do the tapping. So that's what I think that piece has just got to be brought more to the forefront Mm -hmm. because I feel so much better when I do it. And so that's kind of where, and then just planning ahead, um, being busy. And I got a little bit of a sniffle earlier. And so just not, not letting that those roadblocks kind of totally throw me hmm. off the track. Just kind of keep looking forward to plan meals or whatever, you know, things like that. Yeah. But not too much structure because I can't, I like to flow. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, perfect. Um, <laughs> is there anything, Jen, that you're nervous about? next couple of weeks that, that you feel like you need to tap on or, or want more support? Just off the top. Um, like, just uh, intuitiveness, I guess. Like, just mm. keeping what I know, what I've learned, what I've changed in my brain, just to bring that forward. Like, don't just, just because it's simpler, easier to do whatever, if it be drive through or, you know, oh, I'm really eating out of a, an emotional place rather than my conscious self. So just mm. those kind of things. Yeah. That Perfect. No shortcuts, not, not trying to go around the bend, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And real quickly, what, what do you notice has helped you? Cause you've made some huge progress in a short amount of time. Um, what do you notice has helped you stay consistent with this whole um, with this whole way of life? So I feel like the biggest thing would be structure with the flow. So, yes, there are options that I have, like each day, like do yoga, um, juice, um, go through and just have like quiet meditation time. Um, tapping, trying to get medication morning and night or, you know, depending on the schedule and what's going on with my family, you know, where, what, what fits in and just kind of just 
doesn't have to be like the whole month planned out, just like the next day. So the night before, really thinking through the next day, just getting quiet with myself, being still, that's kind of hmm. still just something I'm meditating on a lot. Yeah. Just being still and just being in the now. Because the more I do that, the energy reversal is what is just totally keeping me on track there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Thanks, Jen. Great share. Appreciate you. Alrighty. I'm going to put you back on mute here. Okay. So I did want to, to, um, comment on something that Jen shared just so that y'all are, um, really aware of, of this challenge, you know, with the whole thing about, just making the the decision to do the tapping. This is really huge, and I, I think I've shared this several times. But um, whenever I first started tapping, the hardest thing for me to do was to actually just do the tapping. You know, like I sabotaged myself for so long because I had a lot of knowledge about what the tapping would help with, and I had a lot of knowledge about maybe why I was feeling what I was feeling and. But the only thing that actually makes the shift to your subconscious mind, which of course is that 95% of your mind, um, the only thing that makes the shift is to actually do the tapping, to actually get in there and to feel and to, to move through those emotions. And when you do it enough times, your subconscious mind gets the idea that it is, it's really safe uh, to do it and that it's going to uh, make a big shift and you're going to feel better. But the reason that we don't want to tap, and I, I was definitely like... I struggled with this so much when I first started doing this work. The reason we don't want to tap is not because we're willpower weaklings or there's something wrong with us, but it's simply because the subconscious mind is pushing back against change because change feels like a threat. And if its number one job is to keep you safe, then a threat is not good. And so it will push back against change and be like, don't tap. It'll give you every reason to not tap. I remember like I would rather like clean the toilet than go tap. <laughs> I'd, I'd busy myself with something that was really good rather than just go sit down and work with whatever challenge was was right in my face. So just know that um, what you might have to do before you really dig into um, uh, whatever tapping you need to do, whether it's about food or whether it's like calming your system down, whatever it is, you might have to do resistance tapping. We've talked a lot about this a little bit, but resistance tapping is kind of that, that tap and rant, um, tapping. And I'll just walk you through it real quickly, just so that y'all know, um, resistance tapping is working with that wall, that block that is, is just trying to keep you from change. So you'll feel this big kind of, or it'll be big or small, depending on how much you've done this tapping and how much resistance is there. But there'll be kind of this, this feeling of, I don't want to tap on that. I'm going to find something else to do, but I don't want to tap. And you, and the best thing to do is to go ahead and just start tapping through the points. Um, and as you're tapping through the points, you let yourself feel all of that resistance. You let yourself feel the, I don't want to do it, you know? So I'll say things to myself, like while I'm tapping, like, I don't want to do it. You can't make me tap. I just want to go do something else. I'll kind of let myself be that little, you know, two-year-old that's like throwing a tantrum. (laughs) 
And as weird as that may sound, remember your subconscious mind is not the age that you are now. It's all the ages you've ever been because it is, it's not, it doesn't operate with time like our conscious mind does. The conscious mind operates with linear time and with with numbers and ages and things like that. The subconscious mind doesn't work that way. So if you notice a part of yourself that just wants to be stubborn and throw a tantrum, the best way through it is to actually let yourself feel that and tap through it until you notice that emotional charge dials down. Because there's a strong chance that if you're feeling some strong resistance, um, that, that there may be a time where you weren't allowed to process those emotions and now you're actually getting a chance to process them and to work with yourself very almost reparent yourself in a very conscious and loving way so uh, if you're feeling resistance to tapping just let just start tapping through the points and saying all the reasons why you don't want to do it and i i guarantee you that will create some shifts for you um because on the on the other side of it, after you've done that for sometimes even just a minute or two, you'll notice that you feel more ready to actually tap on what you need to tap on. So let me give you an example of how this works. Um, whenever I was doing my um, my certification for the EFT tapping that was specifically for like eating disorders, for like emotional eating, food cravings, all that. I had all these tools, but I just did not, um, I just didn't want to tap. And so what I had to do first was tap through the resistance to doing one of the exercises, like the emotional eating tapping. I just did not want to like push the food away or, um, whatever it was and, and start tapping. So I hope that that helps those of you who are feeling like, like I'm liking this idea, but I'm just sabotaging myself when it comes to tapping. And the quickest way out is to give that that resistant part of you a voice as you're tapping until it kind of dials down, and then you can actually get in there and do it. So um, hope that helps. Okay, so um, I want to hear from one more. Um, so press star two to raise your hand to share what's working, what's not working, um, and I can also call on someone. Let's see here. I'm going to let's let me check with um okay, I think it's Leah. It's the cell phone in Texas, two two four six nine eight zero. I'm gonna go ahead and take you off mute. <laughs> okay, Leah, is, is this you? Yes, it's me. Hi. Can you hear me? <laughs> I can. You're like, Hi. yes. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the call. <laughs> All right. Yes. Do you mind sharing what's working, what's not working? Sure. Thank you. Sure. Um, there's actually a lot of a lot of things are working working for me really well. Yoga is has been a huge help, and I feel like it's not just the yoga though; it's the environment and awesome. being around people who are talking about putting good things in my mind, and um, that just kind of reminds me that to think positive thoughts and to it also helps me like really calm stay calm and um, it's kind of been teaching me that or connecting with things in my life where um, the hard things that I go through like the hard maybe when I'm doing a pose or something that's really hard and then we get to the end and it's like there's just this release 
Mm-hmm. And that's whenever I'm like, oh, I really enjoyed that. And then I realized that today, actually, I realized that kind of the same way with life is that, you know, I might, especially around the holidays, when I put all this effort into um, planning and preparing and making sure things just right. And I get kind of tired when I'm doing that. It's when I sit down and we've enjoyed it all and people say nice things and they're like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it's, it's been good to kind of have that parallel and, and mm. remember that yeah things might be crazy right now and everybody's plans are different but um, life is that's what life is and then you get those grieving moments where you just take it all in and embrace it all and it's good mm. so that's, that's awesome. something that's been working really well for me um, what else um, oh, one other thing that actually has been working really well for me that's a little bit new is um, with eating. I realized that, um, like when we had the call last week, that those things weren't necessarily my problem with food. My problem with food is being afraid that if I take a bite of my mom's cheesecake at Christmas, that I'm going to sabotage my health immediately. Mm. And... Um, that's kind of my struggle with food is that if I don't eat this really good, you know, really good food, if I eat bites of this other stuff, then it's going to make me feel bad immediately. And so something that's working for me is realizing that that's not true um, for me and to really be focusing on the how am I doing right now. And like at Thanksgiving, um, some of my recipes were more um, congruent foods. And some of my recipes, I just gave myself permission to make whatever I wanted to. Yeah. And, um, awesome. and maybe just pay attention to how much of that can my body tolerate right now. And um, that, like, gave me so much more peace to not worry about everything. I, to not be so concerned that everything I eat has to be congruent. That mm. it is okay for me to occasionally eat these other things. As long as I'm paying attention to myself and, and as long as I'm doing it on purpose. Like, I'm purposely mm. going to have, like, a half piece of that pie. And, and that gave me a lot of peace and really, really helped me a lot. Mm. That's so perfect. the thing that's not working for me is being able to, yeah, the thing that's not working for me is being able to identify when I'm getting too tired mm. with all of the things that I'm doing and before I'm completely wiped out. Yeah. Because usually I don't recognize the need to stop until it's too late. Mm, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Good share. Perfect. Thank you, Leah. Awesome. You're welcome. Okay. I'm going to put you back on mute here. And, um, yeah, I love love, um, what Leah said about not getting too rigid and making sure that everything you do, that you, you focus on what creates the most, the peace. Um, because depending on your personality, different personalities are different ways or, um, you know, we've ha- all had, we're all coming from different backgrounds. But um, for some people, th- uh, there can be so much, so many food rules that, you know, we've existed in for a long time. And so sometimes not being too structured can really can really bring a sense of lightness and peace, especially if you've do, been doing this work for a while. And um, 
you you found what works and what doesn't work and you know what kind of levels your body can handle when you want to celebrate a little bit. But the main goal here, what, what we want to get to is that your your healthy practices and the food that you're eating serves you, not the other way around. And um, those of you who have been in this this health world for a little while will know what I'm talking about when I say that you know we can get so involved in it that we're, we feel like we're serving this ideal rather than allowing whatever we're doing to serve um, our, our highest good and a healthy body and a vibrant life. So, so everyone has to find that balance within themselves and really to you know connect with God and whatever that means for you about how to do that well for your body and for your life. And, and it's definitely, you know, I wish I could give you the formula, but it doesn't exist because I think we're all being, um, we're all being challenged to tune into our own core to find out what is a good, healthy balance where what I'm doing on a health level serves my highest good. It serves the people around me, but it's not creating a greater amount of stress and anxiety and fear and rigidity. So um, kind of goes back to what Jen was talking about with really finding the structure and flow for you. And uh, don't don't become too rigid. Find something that really feels um, like a happy, light, peaceful place. So um, yeah. All right. Thanks to all of you who shared. I know it takes courage to, to do that. And I really appreciate hearing from you. And I know others do as well. Okay, so let's do some tapping um, just for the uh, what I mentioned before about sticking with these healthy intentions, um, specifically if other people around you um, are, are unsure of what you're doing or you feel afraid of rocking the boat or being an inconvenience or you're afraid of judgment um, or, you know, whatever it is. But this is specifically about Others seeing you change or seeing you do what you're doing and not being fully on board. And and what we want to do is we want to get to a, a place of peace with that. It, at the very least, we want to get to a place of neutrality um, where you aren't feeling emotionally charged about that. You can feel centered. You can feel neutral. And then uh, from that centered place, you can make whatever decision is congruent for the situation that you're in. Because certainly there's times where we we need to just compromise and, and kind of uh, go with what other people are doing and, and, um, and that's okay. And, um, but, but oftentimes we get, we have to sort of, uh, we get drawn along into um, other people's decisions and um, their old programming and and their kind of unconscious behavior rather than staying strong in our own. And that's what we want to work on today is getting you super strong and in a sense of power within you where you can go whatever direction you need to go, um, but you're not letting go of that um, that internal sense of um, your ability to make the decisions for your health that are that are congruent for you. So we're going to tap on that. And what we'll do in this tapping is I'm going to use a little visualization and visualization is really helpful because it helps you create kind of a scenario in your brain or an image in your brain. And remember, um, your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference between 
like an image that you're calling up in your mind or a scenario you're calling up in your mind. It doesn't know the difference between that and what's really happening. This is why we could tap on something in the past as if it was happening right now and you'd feel the emotion from that. And that's a really helpful thing because we can draw that emotion kind of to the surface and tap on it as if it's happening right now. So that really helps. um, And a visualization really helps you because you want to call that image to mind. And uh, so just remember, we're visualizing all the time, um, but we we may often be visualizing negatively and um, we want to be able to to use visualization as a tool to to drop that image or that scenario, to tap on it, to clear the energy out of it. So that when you actually walk into whatever that scenario might be, you're doing so from a place of peace and hopefully you don't have to tap on it you know, in that moment, because that's not always doable. Okay, so go ahead and start tapping on the karate chop point. And just get settled, get centered. Take a deep breath in through your nose. And exhale, let it go out your mouth. And just allowing your whole body to relax as you inhale deeply. And exhale fully. And one more time. Inhale. And as you exhale, set your intention to be fully present with this tapping exercise so that you can you can know that when you walk into any sort of situation um, where there might be people disapproving or not understanding, that you can feel peace no matter what. All right, so start tapping through the points at your own pace. And let's just visualize something. I want you to imagine a scenario where you are staying in alignment with whatever goal that you have created. So let's say, and you can pull to mind whatever it is. So let's say that you, you're filling your plate with Um, lots of veggies or um, really, really healthy foods um, at at your Christmas gathering or you're eating something different than someone else or you decide that you aren't going to eat for whatever reason or just pull to mind something that would maybe seem a little bit extreme because we want to draw up the highest emotional charge for you so we can make sure we work on it. And you might even notice whatever scenario is popping up in your mind that may have happened or could possibly happen, even if it's not one I just mentioned. And draw that scenario to your mind as vividly as possible. Put yourself right in the middle of it. And now I want you to imagine that everyone who is at this gathering or in this scenario, envision that they are all looking at you, like they're all seeing you. 
And go back to Karate Chop Point. Take a deep breath in. And allow yourself to just feel what it feels like for the people around you to see what you're doing, to see the healthy intention that you've set. And for many people, you'll feel an uncomfortable sensation. It could be fear of rocking the boat, or it could be fear of judgment. But I encourage you to notice the raw emotion, whatever feeling is vibrating in your body at this time. And then once you notice what that is and you really acknowledge the feeling, begin tapping through the points at your own pace. So what you're doing is you're letting yourself feel the anxiety, the fear of being wrong or fear of judgment. The most important thing here is to allow yourself to sink deeply into this feeling. You might notice a constriction or tension at some place in your body. And the feeling might be kind of intense. For some of you, it's going to feel pretty intense. And the best way out is through. So allow yourself to just feel as you tap. Knowing that this feeling will not be here for long. You just need to stay with it. So keep tapping through the points and sinking deeper into this feeling. Continuing to allow yourself to notice that scenario. Notice anyone who you feel like is looking at you or judging you or jealous of you. Just stay with the uncomfortable feeling a little bit longer. And at a certain point, you'll notice that your body naturally relaxes a little bit. It kind of takes a breath. And if you notice that you're yawning... Um, that's a great sign. It means you're releasing pent-up stored energy, stored emotional energy. So you can take a deep breath in 
And you can go back to Karate Chop Point. And now let's take a different aspect of this. Now, uh, before we do that, just notice, notice the scenario, like visualize that same scenario you did at the beginning and notice if the emotional charge has gone up or gone down or stayed the same. Just make a mental note. And then you can always come back to this if you notice that it's it's still pretty high. You could come back to this tapping on the replay. Okay, so I'm going to take a different aspect of it so that we can keep on moving forward with the tapping. I, I want you to, um, just as you're tapping Karate Chop Point, envision yourself changing. So in whatever way um, you would kind of uh, notice change in yourself. So maybe that's um, you're doing yoga and you're you're getting more muscular, or you're releasing weight, or you're looking healthier. Your skin is brighter. You're you're actually successful, and you are feeling amazing, and you're loving your life, and you're loving being in your body, and envision that that scenario and just take a moment to really drop into it so you want to drop into that good feeling of i'm i'm being i'm feeling successful and this is working for me and i'm working and my body's working And now start tapping through the points and notice that like in a, in a, let's just visualize that your closest friends and family are all around you and people that you love and you know, and again, they see you, they see that you are successful And as you observe that crowd around you, notice if there's any person in that crowd, just intuitively, who you're afraid of seeing you as successful. You're afraid of them noticing that this is working and that you're doing really well and that you're really happy and feeling good in your body. And now notice the emotion. So you just want to intuitively see who that person is. It might not make sense to your mind, but you'll feel an emotional charge like, oof, I can't really be successful um, with that person because I'm afraid of whatever, you know. I'm afraid that they'll respond in a certain way. Just notate that. And let's go back to Karate Chop Point. Let's do our setup statement. So notice what feeling you have around being successful around this person. So it might be anxiety or fear or uncomfortability. Take note of what that emotion is. And let's just tap on it. So repeating after me, even though I feel this, and fill in the blank with whatever the emotion is, 
I love and accept myself. Even though I feel this, fill in the blank, I totally and completely accept myself and how I feel. Even though I feel this, it's safe to process this. Good, and start tapping through the points at your own pace, really tuning into this feeling. Letting yourself sink into any nervousness or anxiety or uncomfortability when you think about this person seeing you as successful. And just stay with whatever feeling is there, no matter what comes up. Sinking more deeply into the feeling. Really just observing the dynamic here between the two of you. And then noticing how you feel about it. Good, and keep tapping to the, through the points. And then as you notice the emotional charge dial down, tune into the area right around your heart and see if you can send some love and understanding and compassion to this person. And see if you can do that from a place of peace. Because when it all comes down to it, we're not responsible for other people's emotions, their own insecurities or beliefs. But from a centered place, we can send understanding, love, compassion to them without changing our level of health. See if you can just kind of drop into a, a sense of compassion for them and at the same time stay in your intention, stay in your own personal power. Knowing that the more you stay in a sense of clarity within yourself and you stay in your intention, 
ultimately you are inspiring to those around you, even if they don't know it yet. And then take a deep breath in. And you can stop tapping whenever you feel ready. Now, if you have your journal with you and you noticed um, any angles of this tapping exercise pop up where you're like, ooh, I need to do a little more work on that or... I, I noticed that my uh, emotional charge didn't dial down completely. Um, just make a quick note of that so that you can go back and either do the replay or work on it in a session. So um, this whole thing about being able to stay in alignment with what God has shown us to do or our, our inner sense of um, intuition for our health be able to stay really in alignment with it, no matter what anyone else thinks or says, um, it's so important. Um, and the reason it's so important is because as you are awakening and you're becoming more conscious of, of how you want to live and who you want to be and how you want to feel, um, and you're changing you know, other people's subconscious mind doesn't necessarily know what to do with your change. And so you're not just working with your own subconscious mind, you're working with theirs too, in a sense. And so if you can stay steady and recognize, um, you know, when you get triggered and know how to work with it, but also recognize if someone else is is um, getting triggered, you can know that you're not responsible for their emotions. You're only responsible for your own. And um, when you stay centered, like I said, ultimately you become more of an inspiration to other people. And so um, it's just very, very important work to do, especially as we're hitting, you know, like a busy season. Um, Most of us are right in the middle of it. You know, there's parties and holiday gatherings and family time and all of that. And so I encourage you to make sure that you stay centered, whatever it takes, whether it's yoga, whether it's doing your meditation, whether it's tapping before you go to an event and setting a strong intention and staying centered, um, whatever it is, do what helps you because every time you do it, remember you're rewiring your mind to create a new pattern and that pattern will stay with you. Um, the rest of your life. So every time you create that new pattern, it becomes easier and easier to experience a new normal. Okay. If there are any questions, um, press start two to raise your hand. And um, let's see. Let me just let y'all know once more about the live gatherings. So the second live gathering is coming up this Thursday. I'm so excited. It's from 6.30 to 8. It's here at my house. I'm going to be cooking for y'all. So all you have to do is let me know by Tuesday night if you're coming and then just show up. And um, we'll start on time. We'll end on time. There'll be some time afterwards to to chat and connect. But what we'll be doing during the 6.30 to 8 o'clock time is we'll have some intentional share time. We'll eat and then we'll do some tapping. So I'm super excited about it. And then the final live gathering is January 2nd. And that one is um, going to be from 7 o'clock to 8.30. It's a Thursday night. 
um, I'll be doing some fun hot drinks and some desserts, and we're going to be doing a um, a visioning time where we can really look look back over the past year and um, get a sense of what's working or what's worked for us and what we want to continue on with, and and then set the intention so that you can move into. 2020 with 2020 vision. And, um, I'm excited about that and I hope that y'all get to make it to that. So, um, and I may go ahead and record, I'm going to try, um, still figuring out the whole live recording thing, but, um, I'm going to try to record the, that section of the, the third live gathering so that those of you who want to do that visioning and intention time, um, who live out of town or can't make it could still get a chance to do it. So that is all for now. Um, I'm sending you all so much love. I'm so proud of each of you for just shining your light and being such an inspiration to everyone around you. And um, I will send out this replay pronto and hopefully see most of y'all on Thursday at 630. And that's it for now. Love y'all lots. Talk to you soon.